Hey, and welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Today on the podcast, we discuss Michael Corleone, a live girl, and gelato. I don't want to waste one minute. Let's get right into it. All right, well, it's another week, another week in the brand new year where everything is perfect and nobody is upset. How are you feeling? Uh, extremely 2019. Yeah, it's extremely 2019. Ryan. I'm feeling like I gotta say I'm feeling like 2019 is very similar to 2018. I'm not real, happy about real it. dud so far. <laughs> it's like just a lot. It's like 20, what if 2018 never ended? That's the question that 2019 poses to you. What if 2018? Hey, 2019, just... <laughs> I see what you're doing so far, but I do have notes before we move forward. <laughs> what, if, what if 2018 is just? What if 2018 is 24 months long? <laughs> 2018 to electric boogaloo yeah exactly and we didn't realize it um all right so this is a uh one is the one thing is like we're kind of back on our regular schedule which is good we've been all over the fucking place uh and we finally got it together at the right time which i'm excited about i feel like the holidays completely destroyed my life uh, oh, in a yeah. good in a positive way in and a my way. body yeah oh no definitely no i've got a holiday body it's not good um i feel and, like paddington uh, and now I've acquired uh, man- what's known as manorexia, which I'm excited about. Um, oh, <laughs> speaking of manorexia, Penn Badgley. I started watching the show You, which we should talk about. Penn Badgley, should I be concerned? I feel like he's got a manorexic situation going on. Uh, I'm more also, concerned like, about the people who are romantically interested oh, no, in his no, character no, no, from no, no, that Laura show. Laura and I were talking about so, – so just really quickly, this is very off topic. I don't even think it's on our list, but maybe it is on our list. Um, you is a show that I, I think originally did not air – it's not a Netflix show. It's like a it's true like TV Lifetime. or something. Lifetime. Like TV, okay, yeah. it's the greatest thing the Lifetime's ever produced. It's a really, really good, fucked up, super fucked up show. Um, and uh, and um, hold on a second. And anyhow, Penn Badgley's in it, and he plays. Uh, I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but he plays a, a completely psychotic stalker. Mm-hmm. Um, and people on on Twitter are like, "Please kidnap me," and he's like, "No thanks." And it's like. <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's he's the bad guy in the show. Like, it's like I know this you want to be like, like when everyone was hot for Gone Girl, and they were like, "Oh my god, uh, uh, Amazing what? Amy is total relationship goals." You're like, "Uh, guys, yeah," <laughs> or like, um, like Neil Patrick Harris, what a catch! It's like, no, <laughs> no, no, it's no. not. That's wrong. Um, no, but here's the thing. Uh, like. Okay, you know how like Dexter – now, there are elements – there's a very, very Dexter vibe to some parts of the show where you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. like the, he's a bad guy, but he's a kind of good bad guy. But no, he's a bad, bad guy. Like there, he's not a good bad guy. Like it's not like you're like, oh, but he's killing like the other bad guys. Like there are – there really aren't – there's like bad guys, but they're like just like rude. You know, and this is like, like when everyone was really hot for Draco Malfoy. Like they were really like teens I don't know like, the like reference. Shipping. I understand but, that he is a he is a Harry Potter character. He has blonde hair. But it was like, oh, you, you so you like this not this tiny wizard magic Nazi because he's blonde. Wait a second. Does the, <laughs> does Malfoy does he join forces with? Um, oh, he's he becomes real real uh, Nazi youth until the end. He's real mm, Nazi youth. Is uh. <laughs> But is he is he down with uh, Voldemort? Oh, he's down with VVV. <laughs> okay, I, I, okay. I don't know because I I know Vold- Voldemort. 
Voldemort is uh, anyway, wizards used to shit themselves and then magically make it disappear, according to J.K. Rowling. So anyhow, the point it long and sh- long and short, the long and shit of it. Um, okay, so hold on. What was I saying? Oh, right. So anyhow, you people are like Penn Badgley. They're like, um, I want to, I want you to daddy. kidnap me, and it's like, it's yeah, kidnap me, daddy. And he's like, but he's on Twitter like very earnestly, like that's weird. <laughs> like no, <laughs> he's like, I don't want to do that to you. Um, but uh, you, it's a good show. You should check it out. Uh, I've only watched like two and a half episodes, but um, I've enjoyed it. It's kind of a downer. Um, but what isn't in this world? Am I right, Ryan? <laughs> Anyhow, okay, let's talk about – let's get into the um, the big stories. Let's get into the CES of it. it all. CES. This is – I think it's official. CES is, has never been less more relevant. <laughs> never has never been more boring, less relevant, or uninteresting. Um, I like that Nintendo moved all of its, like, all of its news announcements to a small YouTube channel, like, tiny, like, little shows with, like, Reggie being like, we've got a new Donkey Kong thing, and the entire industry is still in Las Vegas very excitedly telling us that their laptop batteries are slightly larger. Listen, there's, you know, there's, there's a, there's a real kind of running on fumes. Now, listen, CES is actually a trade show. That's the first thing that everybody should know is that, and I've said this before, I've talked about it before, is like, there is actually, there is business that is done in CES that has nothing to do with like the journalistic um side of it it's just Mm -hmm. people are there to make deals there are people there who are there to just you know find things to distribute there are people who are looking for people for distributors there in hotel rooms there are things happening oh yeah there are things happening in hotel rooms believe me um (laughs) but 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 it has been increasingly boring um for the last several years and that's because like with all technology we are in a valley of innovation which was could stretch for a very long time i think we talked about this last week about the the television and radio sort of um uh legacies you know and how long things last for you know and it's like mm-hmm. it's cool that sonos has google assistant in it now but it is not really very meaningful in the grand scheme of things you didn't you know? need to rent a show hall to tell me about like it's that. great it's great i'm happy like you made an 8k tv that's nice most people don't use their 4K they, TV. I can tell you that. They took two 4K TVs and a Google Home and glued them together and then yeah. they rented a Vegas no, somebody show made hall a, to somebody tell was like, about Somebody it. was like telling me – I didn't even see it, but somebody was like, um, there's a TV. It's like made of different parts. And you could like take it apart and have a smaller TV if you like don't want a bigger TV. And it's like, what? Why? Where, where's the wall where you're like, I filled the wall with a TV, but now I'm going to take some stuff off it to what? Hang a picture temporarily? <laughs> Like, what are you going to – like, what's that? Honey, honey I'm going to go cook in the kitchen. Could you help me disassemble and remount a television in that room because I wanted to watch my yeah, show? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I uh, – by the way, whenever I hear anybody say honey now, I immediately – well, I've always felt this way. But I uh, – Laura and I have been watching a little bit of uh, Sex in the City. And so I just immediately think of Samantha because she literally like – there and there is not a single episode where she's like, oh, honey. <laughs> Laura was like we were joking about the other day she's like I was like oh honey she's like you could take the martini out of the man but you can't take the man out of the martini I'm like it's exactly the kind of uh meaningless she doesn't she doesn't say that but it's exactly the kind of meaningless thing that Samantha says all the time the more time that passes the more obvious it is that Sex and the City was written by gay men who wish they could oh my god oh my god anyhow it's a great (laughs) it's a great show and I recommend it to everybody but at any rate um so yes see yes see yes Real am I right? Am I, I right? Mean, I mean, like, whatever. Like, it's it's like a bunch the of biggest fucking... news story, though, is that Apple didn't show up, and yet all anybody can well, they discuss... never show up. But they they put a banner. 
They put a, they banner, put a up. banner up and they threw airplay in a bunch of TVs because they want everyone to eventually adopt their streaming network platform that they're going to launch <sighs> next year. And everyone is like really acting like this is some sea change. And I'm like, isn't this mm. the same company that two weeks ago we were discussing has no clue what it's doing at the moment? I'm just looking at. I'm gonna. I'm sorry. This is totally off topic, but I'm, I was just scrolling a website that that covered CES extensively and um, that has like supposedly innovative ad products. And uh, sorry, I just had to take a screenshot. And I'm just looking at some of the ugliest ads I've ever seen in my entire life. And I've got to say, like, people really need to like consider design. Really, really need to consider design. Anyhow, um, sorry. Total, total uh, aside. But yeah, CES just very boring. Just a mini dunk in the middle of my CES. Dunk. Just a little, little mini micro subtweet dunk. Um, but but what I will say is, uh, you know, I think the way we talk about technology and the way we cover technology needs to uh, evolve. I'll say I that. I just don't think it's very interesting that someone took a desktop computer, threw a screen on top of it. It costs $4,000. It gets an hour of battery life. And they're like, this is the greatest gaming laptop ever. And everyone's covering it as if this is some innovative new experiment in computing. And like, yes, PCs are now so good that we can, we're trying weird things with them. But this is not a finished product. This is not a use case for like, I'm going to say over 99.99% of consumers. It's not a good idea. It's not, there's nothing new happening here. It, you wouldn't want to use this device even if it solved some problem you have and that that isn't the story being written that you just made a giant device that is a waste of everybody's time uh the story is like look what they're doing new stuff claps for whoever did this like or like lenovo putting out basically a clone of the surface studio at the exact same price like these are not this is not why people go to CES, which again is a trade show. People don't go there to see a clone of a Surface being sold by Lenovo. They go there because they're expecting to see some like future of technology, a direction we're going in. And if that direction is just throwing voice assistants and things, like I have news for you. I don't even think voice assistants are like, I, I, I know this, people are going to disagree with this because people seem to really be hype on the voice assistant category. I don't even think that's a category going anywhere. So just because you glued it to a bunch of other devices doesn't, that's, does not an innovation make. You're preaching to the choir, but go on. The one thing I did think was interesting from CES, and this wasn't even, a, I don't even know if this was shown as much as CES, but I do think is an interesting category, is the Oculus Quest, which is $399, does not require a PC, um... It's a completely like self-enclosed VR solution from Oculus with all of their games available. Um, and I did see that and think like this is the first step towards VR being something that like normies and locals can buy and really get a great experience out of. Um, and I thought that was the most like interesting thing I saw. And it was completely not covered at all uh, in favor of covering, uh, you know. We changed the keyboard trackpad to be slightly off center. Yeah, it's just even even talking about how boring it was is boring me. Can I tell you? Not saying you're <laughs> not saying you're boring because you're always interesting, Ryan. But am I? Am yeah, I? Sometimes it's like maybe not. But you know what? Yeah. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Um, no, it's it's a bad scene out there. And uh, anyhow, I just feel like just generally speaking, it just it just is a further reminder to me that the the way in general technology is covered and technology. Uh, uh, companies and innovation and products and apps and services. It is. I actually had this like exchange with with Casey Newton, who I love and is you know super smart writer, uh, uh, who uh, I hired and and loved when I, when I was at the Verge. And um, uh, you know, he was talking about um, Tim Cook was like you know to confl- He's like a, a, 
imagine if Apple did X, Y, and Z and like took Google and Facebook off their platforms for the, you know, because they don't agree with their use of, you know, they use people's data or whatever. And I was kind of like, you know, it's like sort of bad to conflate those two companies because they're super different, you know? And he's like, well, that's what Tim Cook does. And I was like, we went down this rabbit hole of a conversation about like, well, isn't it our job to kind of check that when people are like conflating? That's what Trump does, you know? Trump's like all Mexicans are rapists or maybe some of them are good, but most of them are drug dealers and rapists. And it's like, you're supposed to go, we're all supposed to go, uh, Trump's wrong. By the way, I think fact-checking is the whole fact-checking thing. Is that, that's a whole other topic. But it's like our job is to go like, um, no, actually, that's bullshit. And here's why. And I just think that like generally when I, when I, when I look at coverage or something like – you know, as a person who knows the space pretty well, I just think there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a more modern way to cover this stuff and to talk about it and more real and more honest and more useful to the audience. And anyhow, just some thoughts I'm having and maybe we'll talk more about that in the future. Um, all right. What else also, we have also, on the list? Also, yes, go ahead. CES, yes. let women sex toys in. If you're going to let men sex oh, toys oh, in, oh, 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 oh. let women about this. sex We have to talk about this. CES is like they were like the most innovative thing is this um, great vibrator or it's a vibrator plus. I'm not entirely sure what it does. It, it has seems, a few functions. It has several functions. I think it sucks and fucks. That's my understanding. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, which I think similar, is similar to many people I know. <laughs> similar to myself. Um, no, but, but it is full featured. And it won like the best in CES, some like a CES innovation award or whatever. And then they were like, sorry, we're pulling your award because you're obscene. And it's like, honestly, let me say two things. One, CES doesn't fuck. That's obvious. Um, but, but it does two- fuck. They put men's sex toys on the show floor. Ugh. What is a men's sex toy when you think about it? Um, a flashlight. All reality. Um, <laughs> every person that they can get their <laughs> hands on. Um but what I was going to say is uh, I do think for the company, it's actually way better, way better for them to yeah, have. Yeah, effect. It's a, such a big – it's so much of a bigger deal now that they're like the like banned by CES product and like they have this mm-hmm. whole – I mean I, I'm not saying like, – look, I, I'm not going to go down in some kind of conspiracy rabbit hole and say like the entire thing was planned to give them press but because that's not the case. But I will say um, I think they're going to they're gonna make out, no pun intended, better – uh, having been listen the band band Super Bowl commercials were a viral like fucking genre on YouTube for several years for products and companies were making commercials that would not be allowed to be played during the Super Bowl so that you would go watch it on YouTube so yeah it's what it's all about it's what it's all about um anyhow so yeah see yes uh truly um a catastrophic bore in my opinion I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I just am not going to get a boner about laptops. I don't care how fucking much neon the laptop has. Like, I don't care how fast it is. It's just like, it's a laptop, guys. Like, you're going to have to do better than that. So in other technology news, (laughs) uh, Jeff Bezos is getting a divorce. Oh, poor Jeff. Poor Jeff. Poor Jeff. Uh, He was very busy having sex with his friend's wife. So now he's getting a divorce and his sex leaked. So hold on. Let's just set this up. Jeff Bezos announced ye today, earlier today. I believe it was no. this morning, yesterday. Yesterday. He was like, we, friends and family, he literally like did a tweet. He's like, everybody, I'm, uh, you know, it's a bitter, with bittersweet, uh, I have this bittersweet news. My my wife and I the have 20. started playing. Yeah. My wife and I have 25 years are separating. We're the best of friends, blah, blah, blah. They have like 25 kids. Now they have like, at, like four kids or whatever, but. They were kind of like, you know, they've been together for 25 years. His wife is 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 not an unattractive woman. I mean, it's like Jeff Bezos is Jeff Bezos. I mean, take he's like, you know, he's not like 
Fabio. I mean, you know, Fabio's actually not good looking in my opinion, but like, I don't know who he's not Brad Pitt, you know, like he's Jeff Bezos and he sure he got a little cut. He has a vest now or whatever, but, um, but anyhow, you know, listen, people separate that happens, you know, they just decide it's time, you know, they're not, they're not feeling it anymore. But then the next day, the National Enquirer, who is a disgusting rag, vile garbage rag that, um, and is only doing this because he owns the Washington Post and Trump right. Either. I mean, I mean, to be clear, like the National Enquirer is a piece of shit and the people who run it are pieces of shit, but to, to their, to their credit, they got some of his, he, uh, some leaked sexts that he sent to this woman that he's apparently dating and has been dating, uh, while married. Um, whose name I'm now blanking on. What is her name? Entertainment Tonight host Lauren Sanchez. Yeah. So anyhow, he he sent her some texts. Uh, one of them is so one of them, and, and we um, Jeremy Gordon, our culture editor, wrote an article about the all, kind of like the history, the, the historical bad sexts from like very famous men. Um, one of his sexts is apparently "I love you, alive girl," <laughs> um, and everybody's kind of like everybody's like trying to figure this out, right? Like. Is it it's a necro a, thing? Is it right? Is it is it a, is it a kind of code? Is it like a nickname? Is it some like in joke? Is it a is it a uh, autocorrect fail? Now I have a theory. My theory is it's you an think a, it's an Alexa? <laughs> it's an Alexa fail. I because I think I think he's like you can imagine the guy who basically created Alexa is like using Alexa a lot. You know, he's like text Lauren, I love you, my girl, and Alexa's like, I love you, alive girl, and then boom, next thing you know. I love you, my girl is also a weird way to phrase it. Um, I love you a lot, girl, maybe. But there's a comma. I mean, but we don't know. Uh, this could be an indictment of Alexa's translation abilities, if you ask me. And that's In the- either event, Jeff, the, the banner story is Jeff Bezos cannot sext. Mm. Here's let me just read you. If some you're of using sex. Alexa to sext, you well, don't, don't know how to fuck. I don't, don't know, know how I, to fuck. I hate asking. I hate asking a computer out loud to like find a movie for me. So like the idea of like doing sex, like like the idea of speaking sex out loud to a computer to then translate it to send to a loved one or a lusted after one is a um is a is a deeply uh gross concept to me here's it let me give you a little wait, let me give wait, you let me there was an episode of real housewives where someone uh it was it was outed as their um their fiance had cheated on them and they were having a complete nervous breakdown and she took out her phone countess luann touched mm-hmm. siri and said why would you do this to me question mark <laughs> it was the Shit, most that's the sh- stupid that's, bullshit it's so bad I've ever seen it's the worst i listen i'm sorry i know everybody's like it's all about voice but no, I just, it is not. I disagree. It's I think, sincerely, voice. I think I'm may, sorry, voice. It ain't, that ain't no, it, voice. No, I, that like, ain't like, it. I think it's like maybe it's like Alexa, turn on the lights in the living room. Okay, maybe. Not like Alexa. Uh, like text my wife. It's over. I'm leaving you. I can't take it any longer. I just don't love you this anymore. This is like when Carrie Bradshaw got broken up with on a post-it. Don't no, shoot over voice I'm sorry. message. I can't. Um, anyhow, a lot, a lot of sex in the city talk over here, but I know. Getting, getting back to my point, I told you this uh, is let a me read podcast. you, <clears throat> let me read you some other things that he said. I will show you with my body and my lips and my eyes very soon. I want to smell you. I want to breathe you in. I want to hold you tight. I want to kiss your lips. I love you. I am in love with you. Now I have to say, as far as sex goes, they're not very hot. Um, they are very romantic. If I got a sex like that, I would be 
uncomfortable, but that's just me, you know. <laughs> Joshua Tobolsky has left the chat. <laughs> I don't, you know, I want to hold you tight. I want to kiss your lips. It's like, okay, I love you. I'm in love with you. All right, mm-hmm. fine, I guess. I feel like sex need to be kind of full throttle or not at all. Like, I don't think you should sex like, I want to smell you. I think it should be way more graphic and intense than that if you're sexting, okay? That's my personal opinion. And if you get a sex from me, you'll know what I'm talking about. Gay people's best innovation ever was skipping the sex, going straight to the nude, describing exactly what we're about to do, and then wow. going and doing it. <laughs> wow. That was our greatest okay. innovation. The, you, you know what I don't need? You know what I don't need? Go ahead. I what do, do you need? I do not need someone writing fan fiction about me in my iMessages. I know. That is not a turn on it for is, me. It is. It is not. Um, do like, it I, or I think don't. If you've got, I, think, I think if you've got really specific stuff you're going to do and you can talk about it in a, a way that is not completely gross. Like some people are pretty good with words. Most people aren't. I mean, it's fine if you want to write that down, you know, but like, I don't no. know. It's just the problem is, listen, I don't want to, sh- I'm not trying to kink shame Jeff Bezos. I, and by the way, also, I don't care if he has a girlfriend. And I don't care if he's divorcing his wife. Like, I think he's yeah, fine. He's free pay to do your workers that. more. This do whatever is, you want. This is a free country. Okay. And and if he, if he and his wife are on whatever terms, that's their shit. That's their business. And I don't care. I mean, I, I, w- I will say this about the article. I just want to be clear. I, I'm not I – we're not really – this is not a judgment on Jeff Bezos and his affair or anything. It's just a judgment about how bad the sexes are. Okay. And and I think that's a, that's fair game, you know. Um mm-hmm. But like I, I, I don't think I don't think anybody should like dunk. I mean, listen, his wife has a right to be mad at him if she's mad at him. We don't know what she is right now. Um, everybody can be like he's a bad man, and he's. But like, it's like you know, people's personal lives are their personal lives, and like you don't know the contours of that personal life enough to like be like Jeff Bezos is a bad guy. It's like maybe his wife is also has a boyfriend, and they're like, yeah, dude, it's been twenty five years. Let's fucking let's like jam out in some other direction at this point. You know, like I'm just saying, people are always like. Uh, making these massive assumptions about what's going on. I, I think it's dangerous to do that. I don't think it's, but I think it's fair to say his sex are pretty poor. A- anyhow, that's, <laughs> that's, it's that's fair to fair say way. that the man can sell books, but should not write one. Yes. Oh, very good. <laughs> Did you plan that? That's an excellent. No, I didn't. Wow. That is a tweet that you should do in my opinion. Well, I can't. I deleted Twitter. We'll get to it later. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so good. So that's so smart. Oh, okay. We go ahead. Ring, what's next? The company Ring. I love it. Has- I love the company and I love the film. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually more of a Ring 2 guy, but anyhow, go ahead. I'm more of a Ringu fan, but mm. the company Ring gave its employees access to all customer video feeds I inside and outside their homes. So nice. And this is just coming out now. So if you had a Ring device in your house, any of the employees of that company could just watch you whenever. So, you know, it's a, this is something that I always think about. Like, can somebody read my Gmail at Google? You know, mm-hmm. that's like probably my number one concern in life. Is that somebody can read my Gmail? <laughs> you know, it. I, I'd like, but I also. I mean, I had. Uh, there's this device. I mean, there. Okay, so we've had intervals of different video devices in our house because you know we have a kid and you want you, it, you have a monitor. Most people now get a video monitor. You were like, oh, we should get a whatever the fucking thing is that everybody the Nest Cam or whatever. People are like, get use the Nest Cam. So the Nest Cam has to like upload your shit to a website somewhere, and then you can like view it. It's not like. It's not like on a secure network in your home or anything. It's not going well, to like your personal server. Mm-hmm. And I always was uncomfortable with that. So we never used it. And um, yeah, somebody can like pick up your whatever the, you know, 2.5, 2.4 gigahertz fucking 
whatever your you know your little in-home unit is doing but it's pretty unlikely that anybody would do that to be honest you have to be in usb in physical proximity um I do think like there's some stuff you don't necessarily want touching the internet. And I would say a camera that's on my house all the time would be at the top of that list. Um, There was, I'm trying to see which company did it. Someone introduced at CES a, uh, a baby video monitor, but it's completely closed circuit and it doesn't leave your, yeah, that's what I want. I don't need it now, but that's what I would have wanted. I mean, it's actually on the, on that point, it's sort of insane to me. Like the baby products are so there are so there's so much opportunity for better baby products and so um so few people have actually attempted it it's sort of nuts to me like literally everybody i know buys this like motorola baby monitor that was made in like 1999 it has like a three you know a 320 by 480 display it's like um very low res very low quality but like it kind of gets the job done and like you want it does somebody to put alexa in a diaper genie no, I don't <laughs> want to let anywhere near my baby. I don't, we I'm don't kidding. have, um, no, like that's been a big debate. It's like, I don't want any of that shit. I don't want Zelda to be like talking to fucking Google. Like the one thing I do actually think is cute that Google home does side note is you can read any children's book and it will listen and then add sound effects as you read. Okay. That's really cool. That is, that is, cute. but also like kids don't need fucking sound effects. They need to use their imagination. True. Okay. You know, it was great when you imagine what it would sound like when something's happening in a book, not that it is produced for you by a Google fucking AI. You're uh, now the parent that only gives their child cardboard boxes and no toys because you no, need to I'm use like, your I'm like, no, I'm okay with, look, I mean, Zelda like watches her iPad and has shows and, you know, plays games. And, you know, we get this Paw Patrol game for the PS4 that she's been playing and, you know, I'm like, Zelda okay. is extremely online. She's she's got <laughs> several like Finsta accounts, and you know, like whatever. You know, she's got a burner phone or two. But the, yeah. but the point is that she she's doesn't have TikTok videos. She to doesn't. Annie. That's right. She's got a whole TikTok <laughs> following of all of old men creeps. Um, but but I won't let her uh, have sound effects during stories. That's the that's where I draw the line. <laughs> That's where I say no, thank you, sir. Hey, hey, hey! No beach sounds, okay? Yeah, this is my yeah. daughter. We're talking about. Yeah, we're not Get gonna, back gonna, on I'm gonna TikTok. Read, it. I'm going to read the fucking adaptation of Moana and hear the surf of wafting <laughs> in while we're while we're talking about the history of Moana's tribe. No, thank you. Anyhow, um, I'm sure that's I'm sure that happens. She does have these books, these Disney books that are like they read for you. You press like a button and it like goes through the part of the book. It's like you. It's like color coded. Mm-hmm. Uh, those might have sound effects actually i had one of those um those i think sega made them i forget what they were called but they were like, like all platform. sonic stories no yeah definitely <laughs> i know I, they, they, they definitely made a sonic leapfrog game that was like sonic in name only and it would just be like sonic in green it's hills like sonic <laughs> sonic teaches math or yes sonic yeah. would like run in and be like i can't keep going until i know what one plus one is <laughs> <laughs> that's good i'd find that fun that's good shit man that's good motivation and then like he gets the pop, real. He the gets Paw Patrol real game has. I mean, it, it, the Paw Patrol game has no educational value. It's just like a. It's like a platformer where you can't die. It's oh, like great. I guess. I guess it's very frustrating to watch Zelda learn how to play a platform game because I'm like, oh, don't you want to collect all the bones? And she's like, I don't care about the bones. It basically is like you know the you know the gold rings in Sonic you can collect or like you know yeah. it has that, but they're little bones because you know Paw Patrol they're all um, pups. Um, and uh, I'm like, you can get all the bones, and she's like, I don't care about the bones. I'm like, why? I'm like, go back and get those bones. Like we're like we've gotten into like kind of near arguments about it, which is definitely like on me. I mean, I have the problem. You know, <laughs> you're trying but to you tell her how to enjoy things. You know how it is when you're playing a game and you want to get all the stuff. Yeah, 
Come on. Anyhow. This is what I do to John during Assassin's Creed. Okay. Oh my God. Yes. You're like, right. It's like, get, get that, get the power up. I am in, I am a backseat <laughs> driver. I'm like, kill them all. You're an assassin. Kill them. Yeah. Um, see, look, <laughs> okay. like, see, like if so can you play, you can play Assassin's Creed, not kill anybody, right? Yes. Yeah. That's how Laura would do it. I get no, frustrated. You can I try kill- to do it. Uh, like a minimum amount of people. I, you know, here's the thing. I always try to play games where I like, I'm gonna, like, oh, I'm gonna do stealth. I'm gonna like sneak up. I'm gonna just knock people out or whatever. And then I like, I like definitely either accidentally kill somebody. Or I'm like, oh, fuck this. I need to get on with my life, and I just start blowing people away. <laughs> like I'm on easy mode. I'm like, I just need to like kill everybody in this room so I can get to the, you know, do the lever that opens the door that I need to get to. Like this is ridiculous. Yeah, there was a large ethical conversation happening around Spider-Man, and then at a certain point in the game, I was like, just murder everybody. I don't care why you're working for the bad guy. It's time to die, buddy. (laughs) It's like... It's like, no, I mean, there's like uh, the Metal Gear games. Is, you know, it's like, oh, I'm going to put you to sleep. It's like, well, you know, it's actually easier to shoot you with a silencer. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Like, just this do... is why I'm not Batman because I just be snapping necks right yeah. left. I'm sorry. I, mean, I don't know. The new Batman has a gun. I'm like, I, I understand why. I mean, you're up against the Joker and fucking yeah. the Riddler and, you know, the Penguin and fucking uh, Clayface. <laughs> I mean, if I, so, I'm sorry. If I had to fight Clayface, I'd get a gun. Okay. I'd be like, this is a monstrosity and I need a gun. No, if, if, I fight, I fight, if I had to fight Clayface, I'd get one of those boring company flamethrowers, just melt the motherfucker. Yeah. I don't think that would it. do it. I think what you need to do with Clayface is, I guess you could bake him. You need to lure him into, you need to lure Clayface into like into a, a kiln. kiln. Into a kiln. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Clayface, uh, uh, meet me at the, at one of those pot, make my own pottery yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, make my own. Color me mine. Color me mine. <laughs> color me mine. <laughs> well, I'm looking up Clayface right now because I haven't thought of him in a really long time. Um, let me just see. Uh, Clayface okay. and the Werebat were the scariest ones to me when I was. Uh, a kid. Werebat, you mean man bat? Body horror. man bat man bat yeah. man bat because That's a good it's one. body I like horror. That one, they're like, oh yes, it's Batman. It's like, but what if there was a man bat? And it's like, okay, but it actually makes sense more the other way. Yeah. Like, like man bat would be more like what Batman is, which is like yeah. a man who's like sort of you know does some bat stuff. Whereas a, a Batman is like a as a bat that's a man. Yeah, it, it's bat first, man second. Right. At any rate, okay. So I'm just looking up uh, Clayface. I'm just looking at what his uh, has he ever been put into a kiln? That's what I want to know. Mm. Okay, doesn't look like it. Could I'm you gonna... turn the Sandman into glass? Question. Uh, I mean, with enough pressure, I assume. Mm. I think it's heat. I, I thought it was pressure. Is it probably heat. It's probably glass? heat and pressure. I don't know. Oh, maybe it's heat. I don't know. Whatever. Look, I'm not a scientist. Okay. <laughs> All I know is if you put Clayface in a kiln, you get a beautiful pot. And he'll stop. And he'll stop crying, doing crime. And that's the least we could ask. Okay, <laughs> what, a sexy ghost sequence yeah. in the Dark Knight Rises. Okay. Anyway, in what's other the, breaking news, yeah, yeah. <laughs> lay it on me. Um, did you watch the Golden Globes? I unfortunately did watch some of the Golden Globes, and and I have to say there are so many gold globes, and they are very golden. I'm they so not so much. I'm so tired of. Uh, Somebody had a good line. I'm trying to think of who it was. I mean, Jeff Bridges' thing was great. You know, he's like <laughs> that was wonderful absurdist. Jeff drama. Bridges like they showed his like um all his performances and there it's like it's like his range. It's you know he he was introduced by I think I want to say Chris Pine. You know who he's in a movie with. He was in a cowboy movie with, and he's like his range and his the scope of his efforts and blah blah. And then like they showed a, a, a compilation of his clips, and it's like it's like ninety percent cowboys. Like I, I just want to <laughs> say, like I like Jeff Bridges; he's a really good actor. The it's dude like, is it's cowboys like, in pajamas. Yeah, it's like it's like one hundred and fifty cowboys and the Tron guy. 
Like that's the rate. That's what Jeff Bridges has been doing. He's like always like, hey man, you know, man. And uh, it's man. like he's either he's either like man of like he's got a gun or he's somebody's got a gun on him. That's it for Jeff. You no, know, he's a very talented guy. So I saw that. I saw um I saw Stars Born get shut the fuck out. Um, unless I'm mistaken. I mean, Bradley Cooper. What's going on, with Bradley Cooper? Is he has he had work done? Is oh, something going on with his face? So. Lutely. Something weird is happening with his face. Him, right? Tom Cruise, and Brad Pitt. No, no, no. Don't talk about Tom Cruise. I don't want to hear I'm about sorry. Tom Cruise. Here. They all did the thing where they got a little work done before. It's, it's the forehead, and, right? It's the forehead. And they don't know to let it settle for three months. Now, they get on, it yeah. done right before. Yeah, look at this. Bradley Cooper. Not that I care. You know, hey, listen, that's what you want to do. But Bradley Cooper, you're a handsome man. Gaga should have told him years ago. You get yeah. it done and you wait three months for it all to settle. Yeah, she's, had some, she's, had, she's had some work done. Oh, yeah. Oh, she had yeah. the nose. She had the nose done. She it's pretty crazy. Contoured. She's had a lot of injections. It's fine. You know what? Fine. Whatever she has to do. Whatever she wants to do. I don't care. I will say this about Bradley Cooper. Somebody had a great tweet. Um, <laughs> they were like, somebody just, I, I got to find this tweet. It was like, why does Bradley Cooper insist on dressing like a serial killer um, with germophobia? <laughs> uh, and it, it, the, the accompanying picture is like absolutely perfect. Also, you know what I learned recently is that Bradley Cooper was an alias. Oh yeah, I had no idea that he was in it on a TV show. He's just getting more and more. He Bradley Cooper's face. A lot of actors' faces are a lot like um, the way that the uh, Jeep Cherokee has evolved, where it's the same thing but weirdly smoother and smoother to a point where you're like, is that a Jeep Cherokee? Because it's so smooth. Yeah. No, it's like. <laughs> It's a really good, really good analogy, but but it is it is definitely like, um, you know, I don't know. He's a good looking guy. Oh, sure. I, I actually here's the thing. I never thought Bradley Cooper's good looking. He was like one of those people. He's like Chris Pine in a way. It's like your face is vaguely good looking, I think, but it's so oh, it's Chris so not. Pine is good looking. It's just so not interesting that it's kind of like boring and not good. It's like. Your face is good looking, but it's boring overall. It's like Matt Bomber. Matt Bomber is beautiful. Oh my god, Matt Bomber is so, so boring. boring. He's so boring looking. Or Sienna uh, Miller, who's stunning, but I immediately forget what she looks like. Yeah, it's like you're a per- you're definitely a beautiful person, but which per- beautiful person you are is up for debate at this point. Yeah, no, like, you could Brandy- definitely get away with a crime if there were a bunch of models in the in the scene. Our <laughs> editor Brandy Jensen wrote this piece about Army Hammer. She's like he could be the most prolific serial killer in the world because like you, he has a face, but you could not po- possibly describe it if so you had to. You know, yeah, and it's true. I, I I can imagine Army Hammer's voice before I can imagine his face. It takes Let me say something. I wrote a I wrote an elevator. I rode an elevator with Army Hammer. What do you smell like? And uh, hold on, it was at South by Southwest. There was another really famous guy on the elevator. It was Army Hammer and like somebody more famous than Army Hammer. A Hemsworth? Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Somebody like that. Hold on, let me think. It might have been Chris Evans. Oh. oh it might have been. Evans. Honestly, I might have been on an elevator at South by Southwest with Chris Evans and Army Hammer. It's possible. And one of them Why had a dog. Why did you get that life experience? I don't know. I, didn't. I don't know. They had a dog. I think I'm going to pet the dog. I can't remember. But at any rate, I remember thinking like, yeah, you are a person. And I've seen you before. Mm-hmm. But I don't know who you are. I mean, I knew who he was like deep down. But uh, at any rate, <laughs> he's a fine man. They're all wonderful guys. This one's like completely out of control. He looks like a, like totally like a serial killer. Like <laughs> yeah. I mean, he looks it's very also, Diane Keaton. Meets, he's also like um, he's also like. Are you morphing into Jason Bateman? Like what's happening I was just, here? I was just gonna say that. Also, but somebody else, like somebody older, like uh, I don't know. It's very confusing. Like very Michael confusing. Douglas. 
Yeah, it's like, are you morphing into Michael? Like, are you becoming old Michael Douglas now? I don't know what's happening. It's very strange. Also, very Albert Knobs. But here's the most amazing thing. Maybe we already talked about this. Did we already talk about this? There's a, there's a French TV show. Did we watch this video together? What? Oh, where? Yeah. Where, yeah. Oh, there's I've watched French, this with you like know, four times. I don't know. I don't know if people have seen this, and I and I think everybody needs to see it. There's a it, right after A Star Is Born came out. Bradley Cooper was doing a press tour, and he he's like, um, he's on this French. TV show, he's got his earpiece in, and and he's like, the the French presenters talking to him. By the way, French uh, interview shows are the best. They're just the, the fucking best. They're so weird. Um, and uh, and 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 he Bradley Cooper's like, do you mind, can I take my earpiece out and and try to do this, like try to do the interview in French? And then you're like, oh, like maybe Bradley Cooper like is going to do a couple of French lines or a whatever. Duolingo. And he's like, he like speaks like beautiful, perfect, fluent French. And he's like, and there, and the presenter's like, how do you know? How do you know how to speak French? He's like, oh, I studied, uh, you know, for a semester here, and I felt like I wanted to know how to speak the language, and so I just like learned it. It's like, fuck you, dude. And everybody's like, and he's like, and he sounds so French. He's like, it was like, like when he was like, mm, I might direct a movie, and then it was a star is yeah. born. No, he's doing like he's doing like a he's like a French laugh. He's like he's like oh, whatever, you know. He's like doing all the French things. He's, he's cooking. Like, he's cooking like yeah, he's uh, like, like, he starts, like he makes his own mayonnaise, and it's like no, but like but but he's like but it's like it's so charming. And I don't really – I didn't really like Bradley Cooper very much. Like, I'm not – I didn't hate him or anything. I was just was like I had no feelings about – I mean, you know, Silver Lining Playbook is fine and I don't know what – Now in, we stand. Now we stand up. our French king. Yeah, I guess so. And he's great. <laughs> All I can say is find the interview where Bradley Cooper just starts speaking fluent French and if you cannot – if you do not – We watched this at your birthday party with not, like 40 we people. <laughs> we watched it at my birthday party. With a, It was literally like a circle of people who were all aghast and in, yeah. falling in love. It was, it like, was in, maybe the most like fascinating thing that happened at the party, and it was yeah. a good party. Yeah, it was a thank you, thank you. We had to like stop. This is the party where Zelda was like, uh, "What she planned the party?" And, she, and oh, yeah. Laura's like, "What kind of food? What kind of food should we have at the party?" And she was like, "Where's Daddy from? Jewish?" She's like, "Let's have Jewish food." <laughs> it's like, listen, dude, you're Jewish too, all right? You're gonna eat this fucking lox, and you're gonna love it. Dunking yeah. on you to her TikTok fandom. I know. She's like. <laughs> We had piles of bagels for this Jew on her TikTok. Um, all right. <laughs> Go on. Uh, in other news. Um, more even more Amazon news. Oh, Amazon Jesus is F. building a gaming a streaming gaming platform no. that like Netflix Sorry. put on all their fire. Thank devices. you, next, as they say. Uh, we just I've had this seen co- some emulation on Fire Sticks. We just had this. Con- Fire Stick is a pretty capable emulation device. I will say, if you are at all interested in emulation, yeah. go to YouTube. Oh really? And look, it can do Dreamcast. Oh really? Or oh what? PlayStation. It oh can why didn't you tell me about this? Why am I fucking around with fire? Why am I fucking around with all this other bullshit? It is a really nice emulation station, and it can pair with Bluetooth controllers. Yeah, that's what I'm into. They're just Android apps, though, aren't they? They're just Android emulators. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Oh, sure. Yeah, fine. Sideloaded. Yeah, okay. But you, yeah, you can sideload. But it's an Android PS- phone. It's an Android phone. Yeah. Yeah. Android phones are great. I recommend them to everybody. The OnePlus 6T is a lovely emulator. You love it. If only the if only the camera were a little bit better. Oh, I actually installed Gcam, and it's... I'll tell you something. I'm going to tell you something, man. Once you get off that iMessage, once you stop hitting that iMessage uh, pipe. <laughs> I'm chasing the iMessage dragon. Yeah. Once you stop trying to get your next hit on a giant emoji, <laughs> use your whole world changes. Anyhow, um, so yeah, Amazon's going to make a emulation. Yeah, it's going to be like it's gonna be like an Xbox controller and then it's going to like stream games 
to you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think the hardcore gamer is going to go for it. That's my feeling. Um, no, our hardcore gamers are not going for this, but I will say my little brother really wanted to play Red Dead Redemption 2. He has an old Xbox One. We ended up getting a copy of it for that, but he was like, I don't really want to play it on this because it looks like shit. And so we were, I was like, do I get him a Switch? Do I get him a PS2 just for this one game? Or a PS2, a PS4 for this one game? Yeah. Like, what, how do I, but if it had been a $50 stick and he could play the one game he wants to play, that probably would have been what we did for Christmas. I do think that there's something to the Wii idea of like there's accessibility for everybody here. And I know coming into this next console generation, we're going to get a lot of streaming stuff from the Xbox Now, uh, PlayStation Now, Xbox Game Pass, whatever it is, crowd. Um, and so I don't I don't know. It, it might. Amazon seems to show up in a space and be a forgettable product. And then after a while, you're watching movies on Prime and you're like, oh, yeah, now this is a thing. Do you know what I mean? I mean, vaguely. If they roll in a bunch of like, like a hundred game titles are rolled in to their prime subscription and they're AAA games from six months ago, but they're rolled in and you already have a fire stick. Maybe you don't go buy it. You're like, well, it's available on prime and then you're gaming for yeah, that but, one but, game but, and but then you've you're got it. But there's then a whole, in. but you need, there's a whole licensing question there that Amazon has to grapple with. I mean, is there a lot of Steam, Epic Games, GOG, all, Humble, all these places end up with the same content and they're all giving games away for free. And if your yeah. prime subscription is giving you a couple games for free, I mean, honestly, like, I guess it really were like slightly older games. Yeah. I mean, if they threw on Red Dead in six months and it was free available and you already have a fire device and you could pair an Xbox One controller you already have with it over Bluetooth. Yeah. I mean, they've kind of got something there, and it's a little scary, but a little bit like great. It sounds a little complicated. It needs to be simpler. Yeah, I mean, it is slightly complicated, but I do think like they're it's not to be discounted. Um, uh, I mean, looking at Netflix and Bandersnatch, if Netflix opened a gaming section, and even if it was older games, like a bunch of like fucking you know uh, Mega Drive and like um like mm. Turbo Graphics. Nobody wants that. Games. Nobody wants that except for you and me. Uh, but but is it just us? Because the, a lot of those games, a lot of that stuff sells on the like app store. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just asking the questions here. Okay. I'm a journalist, and I'm just asking the questions. I do actually think there's something interesting there. Um, and Amazon already has kind of a huge gaming footprint with Twitch. So yeah. yeah. I don't know. I thought it was a weird news story, and I was like, "Oh shit! Amazon's gonna get into gaming, and they're gonna make the what is it called? The Mad Box? <laughs> Amazon's gonna make the Mad Box? Yeah, the Mad Box <laughs> from <laughs> Jeff Bezos, and it's sixty FPS per eye. <laughs> it's like it's sixty sex per minute, is what it is. <laughs> Cell phones is mad, isn't it? <laughs> sixty sex, sixty sex per second. It's S triple S. <laughs> Yeah. You log on for Red Dead Redemption and it's uh Cowboys saying hello. It's like, oh, it's like, like, I, want, I want to smell you. I want to smell you. I want to feel you with my eyes, with my hands. You're like, I guess I'll play this. It's free. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> it's very good shit. At any rate, listen, fine. Maybe they'll do a box and maybe people will like it. I just think like you're kind of locked in. The hardcore gamers are locked in, you know? Mm -hmm. What are they gonna do? I mean, what are they gonna do? I mean, do? the They're most hardcore switch. player players are on PS4 Pros or PC. That's really where it's at right now. Yeah, I don't know. PC. I just when I think about busting out my PC to play games, I'm just like the keyboard. Got to. I got to go. I got to leave the safety of my living room. 
Well, that's why the, the I, I was talking about earlier, the Oculus Quest is the first product that might actually make a dent with locals and normies because you don't need to have a PS4 with an additional purchase. You don't need to have a PC. The worst thing I could tell my parents is that they have to use their computer to do something. Yeah, tell me about it. That's how I feel, frankly, if you know what I'm saying. All right. In other news, yeah. uh, <laughs> yes. do you want to talk about this Jalopnik piece from today? Gelato. I love it. It's creamy. It's smooth. It's very fatty. <laughs> but sometimes you just got to go for it. You, you know, know what I mean? eggs in that? Did you know there's <laughs> eggs in that? <laughs> eggs. Is it French? Sounds Italian, actually. Um, Let's ask B. Coop. Yeah, what's Bradley Cooper doing? He's like, actually, I speak Italian as well. He's like, I invented gelato. Um, <laughs> he said, I'll never I make a diss track. I don't know. To be, <laughs> can I? Can I? Yeah, I will never make a diss track. Um, can I be honest with you? I, yeah. I don't want to talk about the Jaloptic story. I have little to no interest in the Jaloptic story, except if you want to talk about, it, I'll listen to you talk about, it and then maybe have some reaction. Um, what else is there? All right. Well, in oh, we didn't news, talk about it all. We didn't talk about the shutdown. Well, that's what I'm coming up on. Oh, Trump wow. Check you uh, out. got every major network to oh, fuck. air a half hour of him asking people to log on to his GoFundMe for his campaign. <laughs> I'm sorry. And, for, okay, uh, can, we, can we, first off, did that happen? Because I didn't watch it. Um, the ratings he, were he lower. He basically restated his talking points, but it was a giant, a giant fundraising push for his re-election campaign. I think, I think here's a couple of important things to note. One, um, the fucking networks are... Trump's bitches. No, I don't. That's not a nice thing to say. I'm not sure what you call them now. Um, what do you say about the net? What do you say about people who can't say no to this guy? What are they? Chodes. <laughs> Whatever. The <laughs> networks are. The networks are in somehow uh, lassoed to Trump and cannot say no to him. And and they should have said, you know what, buddy. Uh, we don't do this for other presidents. We're not going to do it for you. There's no national emergency. There's no crisis. You're a baby who can't get what he wants, and you want to try to get other babies on your side. And um, so what? If, every network should have said no. That's the first mm-hmm. thing. He doesn't just get to have an address in primetime because he asks for it. And, and no president has been given that. And so I don't know why it's happening. But that's – number two is like uh, the whole thing was – essentially meaningless. He had nothing to add except the same bullshit he's been talking about for the last, for his entire existence. Um, his ratings, apparently the ratings for his uh, thing were lower than the ratings for uh, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, who also did a bad job, but like... But, oh, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, my parents who are disappointed in me. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but I will say this. I will say at least... Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, who said, "You're going to di- you're going to bed with no dinner, young man." Yeah, no, but, to listen, America. But everybody, and by the way, listen, I get it. Everybody's like, um, everybody's like dunking on on Nancy Pelosi, and you know, they all all the socialists are like, "Fuck Nancy Pelosi," um, but you know, she is like, she's like saying a lot of the right things right now. Like, I just saw this tweet from somebody. Nancy Pelosi to Republicans. This is just recently. I mean, she's saying a couple not right things, but she's no, also no, no, getting no, 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 it right way more uh, than she's getting it wrong. I don't care. And here's there's the no comparison. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the, here's the thing to the to all of the all the chapos and all the socialists. You can spend the next. <laughs> we talk about chapos so much. I know. I know. It's because they're they're it's because they're fucking annoying. Um, you can spend the next two years fighting with each other, or you can figure out how. Uh, to fucking take control of the government again in some capacity. And like if the people who are going to be the Bernie stands for the next two years are working against the majority of Democrats. That's They just are. It's just a fact. The majority of Democrats are not Chapo Chap House listeners as much as they wish their Patreon wishes it were so. 
the majority of Democrats, <laughs> there's a lot of Democrats who who aren't going to be like do, who do not need the no. most radical version of, of a Democrat in the world. What they need is a non Donald Trump version yeah. of something, and like that's what most people need. And like Nancy Pelosi, you can talk all the shit you want about Nancy Pelosi. She's a career politician, like most of the other people who are in politics right now. Like Alexandria Ocasio Cortez will be in ten years. She will be a career politician who has been who has who has lost the perfection that you now feel about her and has lost some of her socialist vibes and has had to compromise because that's how politics works. You don't get all the things you want because you think it'd be cool to have them. If that was the case, the Republicans could have gotten their wall. At any rate, <clears throat> Donald Trump could have gotten his wall when Republicans control the government. And Nancy Pelosi just uh, said, apparently this was about 10 hours ago, I don't know, uh, we're saying to them, take yes for an answer. This is what you propose. Why are you rejecting it at the expense of the American people? Did you take an oath to the Constitution or an oath to Donald Trump? Which I got to say is some good shit. And I respect- She's had some, some great- She's had Listen, some I don't great care. I don't care. I'm not a Nancy Pelosi stan. I, here's the thing. I don't give a fuck. You, you, everyone wants to get there. Everyone wants to get upset about- who who is that? You know whether Nancy Pelosi has a has a voice or not. It's like I'm upset about the fact that you guys can't fucking agree to like get together and form a plan and acknowledge that like not all of the Democratic Party is going to be radicalized overnight. No, I I I think it's like fucking socialist. It's like I'm look I'm a, as the biggest socialist in the world, but like I'm also a human being who lives in reality, and like I'm all for dreaming the big dreams. But you also have to understand that like you can't. Push that think, boulder up the hill instantaneously. I think. Uh, listen, do I agree with everything you said, or like ninety nine percent? Absolutely. Uh, I do think my issue with what how all this played out, on top of the fact that, of course, Trump should not have been given a uh, half hour of network time. Of course, this was a giant fucking load of bullshit. Of course, it was. It's Donald Trump. But I do think the Democrats missed a big opportunity because the clips that went viral the next day, or at least the ones that got people impassioned and stuff, were not of Chuck and Nancy being like, this was silly and behind their one podium looking, you know, like crypt keepers. It was Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, unfortunately, siloed over on Maddow, and it didn't need to be her. It doesn't need to be AOC, the hot, young, uh, Mm. upstart, whatever. She's great. But- she was fucking on fire. She was great. She was saying exactly what needed to be said. She said it in the tone that everyone is feeling. She cut through the bullshit and said exactly what needed to be said in 90 seconds in a clip that could be posted everywhere. And it, it was um, both a complete a complete shutdown of everything that Trump has to say, no pun intended, a complete rebuttal, uh, a new direction, a new voice. Um, it had passion. It was it spoke to people the way that they speak. Um it was it was everything I would have wanted as a response, and they should have just had her go up and do it instead of Chuck and Nancy yeah, or but, anyone in that position. But they should have had she's Kirsten Gillibrand. But she's not. They should have had Kamala Harris. Yeah, but there's a, sh- there's a hierarchy, you know. I but mean, they, but they but but at this point, I don't I don't think I don't see the value in it. And I, I think they think just I think they just should they pick could one. Have done. They should have picked one person. Should have been Chuck or Nancy, but not both. No, they should have stuck a Kamala Harris or AOC or someone up there and said. Yeah, but there's. I'm going to talk to you for two minutes because I do not believe in wasting the American public's you time any further than the president already you, did. You understand there's a hierarchy to it, right? It's like the highest ranking Democrat. Oh, yeah. Na- but I don't think that they – I don't think they needed to do that. I don't but, think but that – But I that, think they did. I think they did. I mean I think you I can't – I think you can't have like a mid-level Democrat respond to the president. 
Well, you could have had Nancy Pelosi go up there and say, hello, welcome. Uh, uh, I am I would like to welcome to the stage Kamala Harris, who has a few words uh, in response on behalf of myself and the Democratic Party. I, I think Party. you have to understand the way that that would play out optically is people be like, why is – I mean most there, – there would be – yes, there would be some people who would be uh, pumped up by the words of that person who's speaking. But there would be a lot of people who are like, why didn't the, the highest ranking Democrat speak – in response on this, like why weren't See, why maybe wasn't... I'm speaking in solutions when I should be speaking in what I think the problem is? I think the problem with what they did and in general with what the Democrats are doing is twofold. One, they do not sound as impassioned and furious most of the time as most of us feel, even if what they're saying is correct and in text form it's great. They are too buttoned up and they have too much self control and they're uh to speak to how we're feeling, and also they are not. Obama during a, tr a government shutdown would have been, and Trump isn't doing this either, which is great for us, but we should be doing it, would have been out with people who, are, uh, who aren't being paid, do doing public appearances with them and explaining their stories and connecting with actual people, explaining how real human beings in this country are being affected by what Trump is doing and doing it with real human lives on the line and the way that their credit scores are being affected, their homes are being affected, their, uh, be their ability to get health care is being affected. And Chuck and Nancy talking in their like expensive suits very calmly about why this is stupid is fine but what i really needed to see is a human connection whether that be a passionate person who really is speaking the way i'm feeling yeah or i get it but a, but you're, a visual but you're, display of the actual human beings i think yeah i think yeah i think the ideal is i think the ideal is that somebody speaks with conviction and gets people riled up when they speak i, I don't think that nancy pelosi and chuck schumer are necessarily the best at doing that i do think that like um, hierarchically speaking, I don't know how optically. I'm not saying they couldn't do it. I think there's like some optical stuff that would be. Um, I mean, there's a reason I'm not a political strategist. So. Yeah, I, I'm just saying, like, I don't know the re all of the reasons. I think there is an issue with. Um, uh, I think there is an issue with people feeling inspired by the leaders of their parties. But I will say this. Um, sometimes like people are like not that inspiring, but are really smart and good at their jobs. Sure. And, oh, and, absolutely. And like, in, in like, in like what we don't, what we actually need less. But of in that moment, your job was, I, I do believe that in that moment, their but, job was to be inspiring. But these, but the, but the problem is, but the problem is that we're all caught up with, with like remembering what it felt like when Obama would give a speech. But like the same people who were fired up about Obama giving speeches are like Obama was a bad president who did drone strikes. And it's like, the reality of it is like, you know, you're not going to get everything in one package. Like you're just not. And I think that, you know, you can have inspiring speeches um, and you can have competency and sometimes those things go together and sometimes they don't. I would really like to have competency more than anything right now. Donald mm -hmm. Trump to his base, if let's put it this way, put yourself in the shoes of a Republican, the core, hardcore Hillary Republican. Clinton was competency and it didn't work. No, people hate Hillary Clinton. People hate Hillary Clinton. I mean, if you listen to people, if you listen to how people talk about Hillary Clinton, it is a uh, unnatural hatred for her. It's very bizarre. I mean, they I truly- mean, I, I was dunked on for several days by a few- gay Twitter Twitter adjacent trolls because uh when she was giving some speech I was like I don't want to listen to it because it's giving me anxiety thinking that 
she could have done her job and and this country didn't let her. And people were like shitting on me for saying that. And I was like, I don't think this is a controversial statement. There was a lot of like yikes at that tweet. I think I, that I, I, I think people like are like Hillary Clinton. They hate her. They hate her. They do hate her. And partially they hate her because of her policies. Partially they hate her mm-hmm. because of Some who of she the, was married to. Yeah, and, just like a justified. But a lot of people really hate her because she's a woman uh, who's mm-hmm. in power and has worked really hard to get to that position and has done all the things that men do, um, but has taken way more shit for it. But like, I'm not, I am not a Hillary Clinton stan. And I've said this before, I voted for Bernie in the primaries. And if Bernie had been the candidate, I would have been fine with that. I think, I think there are a lot of policies that Bernie uh, was speaking on that were much closer in to my uh, beliefs and to where my heart is in terms of where the the party and the country should go. But I also think that Hillary Clinton had plenty of good opinions and policies as well. And I can guarantee that any fucking one of them, any Democrat that was running, even the two people whose names I completely forget, the other people who were like, we might as well throw a few people in the primaries for the hell of it, would have done a better job than Donald Trump at running the country. But the, but the fucking point is, um, I mean, listen, I, I was listening to Howard Stern the other day and like somebody called and was like, I voted for Donald Trump. Like, I didn't like him. I thought he was a buffoon, but I couldn't imagine voting for Hillary. And it's like, dude, that's crazy. You know, like you hate her so much that you voted for somebody that you knew was stupid and sucked. Like, just maybe just don't even vote. Okay. Like, I don't even know what that motivation is there. Um, anyhow, what are we talking about? Listen, the point of all of this is I'm so mad right now. The, the, the brass tacks, let's really get down to it. Into the Spider-Verse won a Golden Globe, and I and it should win an Oscar. <laughs> wow. I need to see it. I really need to see it. Is there a t- BitTorrent available? I'm very, Not, I'm very I don't lazy. I think yet. There's I'm some, very there's some handy now. cam HD cam footage if you want to watch no, it. I don't fuck, I won't fuck with camcorder that. user. <laughs> I'll say um, this. I'll say this. I won't, I won't fuck with the cam, the cam videos. I'm not into it. You're not into you're you 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 don't you're not applying for a job at Ring. <sighs> no, I won't I won't watch it. Um, but uh, hold on. On the topic of the shutdown and Nancy Pelosi and 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 uh, Chuck Schumer, I mean, I agree. I mean, they're like classic old school fucking Democrats, and like they're really annoying. Um, but they're so much less stupid than Donald Trump. I'm sorry. Yeah, of there's course. so mu- there's so much day. less stupid, and like I understand that like other people are more inspirational. But like we need to be less concerned with who f- inspires us and more concerned with like who can get the right shit done. And I'm not saying that Nancy and Chuck are the perfect people, but they they definitely will do more of the right things, in my opinion, than Donald Trump and his fucking coterie of maniacs. So I'm just saying, like, let's not let's not dunk on them because we need them, unfortunately, right now. Okay. Yeah. And and let's find a way for all of, to connect all of these things up instead of finding a way to like shit on people who can help change the makeup of the government right now, which we need to do very dramatically. Let's put an Alexa in our Sonos. All right. Well, there's nothing else to say about this shutdown except, um, you know, fuck Trump. What have we said for the last two years? Uh, please fucking vote. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. Vote. On to the next thing. Remember, the guy only won by 70,000 votes. I mean, you can blame that on Hillary or whatever, but I mean, I blame it on people who are like, she's going to win anyhow. I'm not going to vote. Or like, who cares? It doesn't matter. They're both the same. Or like, I'm Listen, voting I, for- I'll blame it on everybody. I'll, I'll blame, blame it on the people who did for, vote. For, I'm blaming uh, it on people who didn't vote. I'm blaming it on Hillary. I'm blaming it on Chapo. I'm blaming it on yeah. me. I'm blaming it on you. Oh, Fuck Chapo's, everybody. Chapo's definitely to blame Um, for some part of it. Uh, Who's the, who's the other, those other people that ran the people voted for? The fucking idiots. Like Jill, Jill Stein, Stein, who's a v- vaccine denier and- uh, 
the other guy who was like his only thing he had going for him is that he wanted he wants everybody to smoke weed. Yeah, it's like they, they literally got they got enough votes that if those votes had gone to the Democrat, the, 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 there'd be a Democrat in office now. Yeah. All right. Anyhow, well, from right. let's do nice things. Let's, let's, let's do the next thing, palette. which is nice things. Let's yeah, go let's to nice it. things. Okay, We've been talking for a while. No, too long. Let's do it. I got some nice stuff. Number I'm one. Ready. I'm ready. Last night, exhausted. Had a wonderful. I left work yesterday, not for work related reasons. Don't worry. Nobody on the, the outline listening to this worry. I left work yesterday in a really foul mood. I had just sort of had it with some stuff going on. Um, at work? Just, no, not at work. Okay. At non-work stuff going on. And I left work yesterday in a pretty foul mood. And John had planned a surprise date night for me. Oh, boy. And I met up with him. I hate surprises. Mm. I met up with him and found out that it was some kind of physical activity. Oh, God. I, we had to be on the L train from the west side all the way into Brooklyn, and I was just – he could tell. he w- I could see he was sweating. He was like, oh, no, the night's ruined. We got there. He went. He took me to the shuffleboard place in Red Hook, um, which is this giant, like, very Florida, like, yacht club-themed cruise ship-style shuffleboard place with food trucks and great cocktails and amazing mid-2000s, like, Ashanti music. And I have to say, I left. We went to a creamery after that had the most delicious ice cream I've ever had in my life. I gelato, left gelato. <laughs> I'll never make a gelato track. there. I'll never make a diss track. Absolutely left on cloud nine. Thrilled. Wow. Had a wonderful wow. falafel sandwich in a great mood. Ugh, Got I love home, falafel. Love falafel. Opened sandwiches. Twitter. Within oh, no. probably five minutes of being on Twitter, my mood had turned back around. Again, mm. for partially personal reasons, partially just I the behavior that Twitter feeds into both me and the people who receive my tweets uh, or the people whose tweets I receive. It is just so negative and ugly, and it, I don't know what purpose Twitter is serving in my life. I don't – I'm not saying anything that's additive to anyone's lives. Um, a lot of my jokes are just jokes someone else is going to make anyway, so why do I need the internet points? Um, uh, and I feel like I'm constantly tweeting stuff that's either personal enough that it might be helpful for someone like me tweeting about my depression or something, but also opens me up to like random subtweets and attacks based on someone's like mood. They've decided they want to dunk on me because I have a blue check mark. Um, Mm. and I just realized that Twitter just, it's not, there's nothing I'm bringing to anybody through it at the moment and there's nothing it's bringing to me. So I just was like, let me deactivate this account for 24 hours and see how it feels. I got to say today felt great not mm-hmm. part of any of the michigas didn't see this gu- latest round of gaga meme didn't have to talk about the jalopnik piece didn't have to engage with trump retweets and then the reaction to trump retweet. my day sailed along and so my nice thing is if if something is not serving you or you're not using it to serve somebody step away i'll be back mm. on twitter when i have something to promote when i have a project yeah, when our new threat. thing we're doing together <laughs> The new thing we're doing together launches or this video project I'm working on launches, I'm going to show up and I'll have something to give. But right now I am so – and I've t- like deactivated Twitter in a huff before. This is probably the first time that I'm truly like in a great place with it and I am thrilled. So go to twitter.com slash Ryan Houlihan and see that that ca- account does not exist and it's – So it's not even – I can't even access it? Nope. It's great. Mwah, love hmm. it. Next nice thing. Uh, wow. they, I've I, I've known about this for a while, and I've definitely done this myself for a few years. But there've been a round of pieces about how on YouTube there are old home video recordings of ride-throughs of old Disney rides that have since been like dismantled, 
and you can at any time open YouTube and type in any Disney ride that has ever existed and someone has done a beautiful ride through in, in the highest quality home video version that existed at the time and you can ride any Disney ride in history and have a lovely four minute experience uh, I encourage you to go there and uh, dial up some 80s Epcot rides and get yourself to a beautiful zone of just pure joy wow um, I really wow. love I love that that exists as an archive. I can't wait till we create VR versions using some kind of AI that Jeff Bezos developed to create Alive Girls. Uh, next nice thing. Wow. Uh, last nice thing is I am now a grown up who is doing his own uh, repairs on things, which is a thing that for a long time, like my Wii U gamepad broke. And I was like, I don't want to buy another gamepad for the four games I played on Wii U. I'm never playing with this again. It doesn't work. And then I realized, oh, it's $20 and two screwdrivers and I could get this done in five minutes and replace it myself. I don't know why I was scared of doing that. Um, I modded my Switch, uh, got a sweet atomic purple case mod. It's translucent as hell. I feel fire. Um, and I've just started doing repairs around my house. I built my own shelving unit in my bedroom. And listen, am I a lesbian now? Maybe. I have taken wow. back control of my life via a tool set after hearing you talk about tool sets for a while. Love and tools. being small, I like being a grown-up. And I'm fixing all my own shit. I fixed a fan. I fixed uh, a bunch of stuff around this apartment. And it feels great. I encourage anybody to uh, buy some tools and have a good time. I agree. That's my nice stuff. I'm a big fan of tools. I'm like uh, yeah. Tim Allen. We've I've made this joke before. Don't but, care about uh, the band. Love the object. <sighs> no, it's great stuff. I think those are great. Is that it? Are you done or do you have more? That's it. Those are my nice things for the last seven days. Mm, it's really good. Everything really else sucks. Less. <laughs> get less. Hold on. Wait. I had something. Now I've got to. Also, also the free beer at WeWork. I understand we did a piece about how there's some Michigas happening in the UK with this free beer, but I gotta say we moved into a WeWork and the taps start flowing at like four thirty and it it's lit. Like oh it. yeah. <laughs> okay, so my at least one good thing is I have so I I got an Audible subscription. I've talked to, I think I've talked to this before about like listening to books or just reading books or whatever. Uh, I just finished Bad Blood, which I know I talked about, and maybe it was a good thing a few weeks ago. Um, but I, for a while, okay. So, do you know you who, also came to the office in Elizabeth Holmes cosplay the other day? Okay, I accidentally <laughs> wore like a Steve Jobs outfit the other day. It was completely by accident. I ripped the jeans that I normally wear. I completely like blew out the crotch in them because they're like you know five year old. Such a powerful piece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to step into my car and it like the the, the crotch seam separated, which always yeah, happens to like salvage jeans after like several years of wearing them. Mm -hmm. Um but uh but uh no I I uh, hold on wait now you've got me off track completely. Uh what was I talking bad about? Blood. You were talking oh, about Oh bad blood, right. So audible, right. So so I okay, so you know that you know the are you familiar with the book Cloud Atlas? Yes. Are you familiar with the movie Cloud Atlas? Yes. So Cloud Atlas, the movie, is uh, Lily and Lana Wachowski and Tom Tickwer, who is a, I think, German director. He did um, Run, Lola, Run and The Princess and the Warrior. Anyhow, they did this, like, crazy movie. It's, like, the, the biggest budget, like, European film of all time or something. Anyhow, whatever. It's based on a book by David Mitchell. And David Mitchell has written some pretty well-known uh, – you know, he's, like, a – he's a proper author – He's written a lot of books. Um, he, uh, anyhow, he's written all of these books, and and then he wrote something recently after Cloud Atlas, and I think it's called The Bone Clocks. And everybody's like, 
oh, it's like he's been we, – we didn't realize until now, but this is all like part of a shared universe. I actually have an addendum to this, like a secondary good things that I want to talk about. But like I was like, oh, that's really fucking interesting to me. So I started to go back and 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 I wanted to read his books from the beginning. So I started reading this book called Ghost Written and then I like like everything, like every book that I pick up, I you know, I got to like, you know, halfway through and something happened in my life where I just like couldn't I I didn't finish it, you know, and it's like been sitting next to my bed. I've even started other books. It's been sitting there and it's like for some reason I just couldn't get through it. Anyhow, so I started I started listening to it using my Audible account. And uh so I'm excited that I'm actually going to my my new thing is I'm go- actually going to uh, either listen to and or read all of his books in order because I really want to see how they're connected. Mm-hmm. Although I'm a little bummed to have like learned about it, having not read them, and now I know. So going into it, I'm going to be yeah, looking you're not for it. Get your special mind. Yeah, mind. like I'm not like, oh my god, I've let like, me read these books for 20 years and they're all connected. So like, whoa, anyhow, it's lost. They're on the island. Yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> but it's a but it's a brilliant. It's unbelievable. It's his first novel. This book ghost written, and it's like. It's like the writing's so good. You ever like read or listen to, in my case, somebody's writing and you're like, you know, it's like you're like, wow, this is like what really good writing sounds like. Like Mm -hmm. there's lots of books. There's lots of writing. There's lots of content. I mean, the internet is filled with content and some of the content's really good, but like it's rare to read. It's honestly very rare to read something where you're like, this person is a fucking author, a mass, a master of the craft. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, so that's, so that's something I'm doing. So on that note, separate separately but connected um okay this is i stumbled on this um onion article which i have to say you know a lot of onion stories are like the very funny headline then you start reading them and you're like yeah it was a pretty funny headline but like i'm not gonna finish this article yeah this one the headline this one is the jokes in the headline and then the article is like delivers 100 percent a thousandfold a thousand fold on the premise. So the, the headline is Francis Ford Coppola reveals every Godfather film took place in same narrative world. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, sorry, let me just, let me just read. it's really, it's really, really great. It's really great. It's like, it's so, it's written so dryly and so perfectly, like to the way that these pieces are read. Let me just read you. Let me just read you. It also like quotes, it quotes Coppola like, uh, uh, quite a bit. So <laughs> let me read you some of just, I want to read a little bit of it. This is a quote. Observant fans sometimes point out <laughs> that, that a character named Michael Corleone appears in all three movies and that he's played by Al Pacino each time. And I can assure you that's no coincidence, said Coppola, who noted that, quote, all the puzzle pieces are there for anyone who looks hard enough at the three motion pictures. In fact, those aren't three different people, but rather one character who appears three times. Michael in New York in the first film, Michael in Lake Tahoe in the second one, then Michael back in Manhattan in the third. They're the very same man. <laughs> it's like, it's so... Basically, all the people with the last name Corleone who appear in the film are supposed to be related to each other, said Coppola, recalling how during production, he actually took the time to painstakingly map out the entire fictitious Corleone family tree that runs through all three projects. No, it's amazing. <laughs> there's, there's, uh, there's, uh, I did a similar thing having Carlo's death and The Godfather carry over into the next two films, Coppola continued. You'll notice he doesn't show up in any of the others. That's because he's still dead in this one continuous storyline. Meanwhile, Connie is his widow, which is me kind of winking at the opening wedding scene with her and Carlo from the first film. It's subtle but once you pick up on a detail like this you'll start to notice many other little connections it's like i'm sorry it's just so fucking great because we live in a world now where everybody's like 
the Marvel expanded universe or whatever, you know? And it's like, it's like, oh, if you <laughs> did you notice this thing in Ant-Man actually is because Ant-Man is doing this in the first Avengers movie. And it's like, okay, great. Like it's all connected. This is just like per it perfectly encapsulates the fucking dumb nerd shit and the ways that like people in film films talk about it. It's just perfect. It's just really, it's really like, good. It, like it's like a roast of cinema sins culture. Um, fans shouldn't get too carried away though and look for elements of the godfather and other movies i've worked on continued coppola confirming that the godfather storyline is only limited to the three films with godfather in their name for example apocalypse apocalypse now is a film i made that's not part of the godfather universe (laughs) which i tried to emphasize by not having robert duvall's character bill kilgore mention the mafia just like tom hagan never mentions vietnam i was very careful about that (laughs) it's it's so good it's so good because it's perfect it's like perfect how like this is exactly how directors who think they're being really clever by connecting things everyone talk thinks about the galaxy it. brain but it's like you're making a superhero yeah. movie right no exactly it's like it, it's definitely like galaxy brain level anyhow okay so that's it i think that's it for my nice things i don't i don't have a lot of nice things my, my i'm very boring i'm a very boring guy i do very little in life i just you know I you've go, perfected I, your life i wake up you know i make great content I help we, people make great before, content. You jump into your pants, two legs at a time. I slide into. I slide down my my <laughs> contraption I created for getting into my clothes. I don't want to go a through whole it again. Rube Goldberg device. I don't want to go through it again. But I'm on a. When I start the you day, I'm out. in. I'm in constant motion from the second <laughs> I slide into my pants, and then hurdle through my kitchen and catch my hard boiled eggs in midair. You know, I'm I'm in motion and I'm doing what I do and it's it's just it's a it's like a well oiled machine and in fact the machine is actually well oiled. I have several uh, I have several oil maintenance people who oil it uh, on a weekly basis. So you know, so that's it for me. You know, that's who I am. Mm-hmm. And any deviation from that wouldn't be a nice thing. It wouldn't be a nice thing. Nice it would thing also the perfected. the machine would malfunction. Also, any deviation, <laughs> even a slight one or two even degrees a, variation, a, a causes a huge breeze. malfunction. A soft breeze could derail the whole. That's system. right. That's right. Which is why I have to I have to think about my weight constantly because any any major variance in my body weight could send the machine. Uh, hurtling uh, through the through the, through my home and frankly through a, a, a pretty good part of northern New York, so it's important that we keep it in check. Anyhow, uh, all right, we should wrap up. I'm all thinking right. at this point, I got to get a drink in me. If I don't, the machine is going to get angry. <laughs> and by machine, I mean my body and brain. Um, so you know, look, we did it again, and it was a great time. And I got to say, Ryan, you keep delivering the goods, and by goods, I mean your nice things. <laughs> um, which you have so many of, I find, I'm starting to find them, frankly, annoying. Shocking for a depressed person. Well, that is our show for this week. We'll be back next week with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best. Though I've just received word that your family CES award has also been revoked for exactly the same reasons as the sex toy. <laughs>